I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's a uh, Tuesday here. We should have already heard a Mike Tomlin press conference today, but we did not. Did not, huh? It's a uh, strange be- day. Because <clears throat> uh, right around noonish, uh, a little bit before noon, um, all the news uh, broke that the Tennessee Titans are dealing with a, a uh, can we call it a spate of I guess. positive tests? It's eight. Five, uh, five front office people, or five personnel people, mm-hmm. coaches, uh, assistants, that kind of stuff. And three players uh, tested positive for COVID coming out of their game against the Vikings on uh, Sunday. Uh, looks like it may be completely isolated to the Titans. The Vikings seems like the Vikings have the, not had any positive right. tests yet, um, and it looks like it stems from the situation uh, of the Titans' outside linebackers coach and who's also their defensive play caller. Uh, tested positive on Saturday and did not go to the game, but by then the cat was already out of the bag. Ah, I didn't hear that part of it. I just knew that there was three. Okay, Isaiah so, Wilson's also in the in the protocol for them. So, so you, we know who the players are. No, we don't know who the new players are. Okay, Isaiah Wilson has been their their right ta- rookie right tackle. Rookie right tackle has right. been in the he's been in the COVID list right mm-hmm. as your first round pick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the defensive coordinator or defensive play caller, as they call him, okay, uh, he's he, that's a new one. And then this is all new from just this weekend. Just this weekend, okay. I, I didn't know those other details. Interesting. Um, I mean, so as a result, they will not practice all week. I mean, unless there's they call in them person, a, yeah, in person, right? Everything will be virtual, um, and they can't do anything on their own in terms of hey, a bunch of guys are going to get together over. Yeah, yeah, you know, Vander, Vanderbilt and throw. That can't happen. Okay, that can't happen. Okay, I didn't hear that either. Okay. Um, a couple questions, obviously, are, first of all, it's a nice advantage for the Steelers. I mean, It's a huge advantage for the Steelers. Advantage. We get to practice and you don't. You yeah. know? I mean, th- that's massive. Yeah. Um, all those times that people say, did they even prepare for this game? We're going right. to see what that looks like right. this right. weekend. Like, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Coach can be like, hey, I didn't. Sorry. I did my best. Uh, they'll do some kind of walkthrough on Saturday, and that's it, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, fortunately for them, they're home this week. I was wondering, like, what if they were on the road? Would they be able to travel? I guess. I mean, they would yeah. do they would do their walkthrough and then travel. That's what teams usually do. They do their final walkthrough mm-hmm. on Saturday and then get on the plane and go. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess it wouldn't have been much. Wouldn't have been any different, yeah. Wouldn't have been any different. Okay. 
Here's a, a, an odd question. What about the injured guys? Are they going to get treatment this week? There's a lot of them always. Yeah, I would, I would assume there's some kind of way that they have that set up so those guys, they don't go to the facility. I'm sure they go to – because team doctors have their own offices. I mean, because injured guys during, you know, minicamp and whatnot still got treatment too. Right. They, they rehabbed. You know, there must be something set up for that. Yeah, I'm sure like, I'm sure they go to the private offices of the, the, the doctor and get okay. their treatment. And, you know. We'll just let that ankle heal itself for the week and we'll get back to you in a week. Yeah. Like, they're going to have to do something for those guys. Yeah. That bone you've got sticking out, we'll wait, <laughs> right. wait till Saturday Give to fix it. Give me a call it. on Monday <laughs> when we're allowed. So that's big, obviously. <laughs> First of all, I hope everyone's okay. Of course, right. you know you always have to say those things, and and I do, but I want I can't wait to figure out who, to to hear who they are. What if it's Tannehill, Henry, and Clowney? <laughs> you know, what I mean, like it's going to be three out of fifty-three. My guess would be since the guy He's since done. the coach is the outside linebackers coach, it could be it could be all their outside linebackers. Maybe it's a whole position group. Yeah. you know what I mean, or three on one side of the ball, and they all happen to be starters. Like it could be the. 50th, 51, and 52nd best player on your roster. Could be. But probably not. Yeah. The odds tell us there's probably at least one starter there. Right. Out of the three. What if it's Tannehill? What if it's Henry? What, you know, I mean, what if it's another offensive lineman? They're already well, short on tackle. We you know? saw last Friday um, A.J. Terrell, uh, cornerback for the Falcons, tested positive. Okay. And the league's like, no, the game's going to be played. Like, yeah, he, yeah. Right. You know, everybody's being tested. Nobody else has tested positive. Uh, he goes on the COVID list and everybody else plays. Yeah. And you fully expect this game to happen, right? I yes. mean, I do at this point. Yeah. The I, people talking about moving this game to later in the season. Um, it's three guys. It, first of all, yes, it's three guys. Right. Secondly, uh, if, if you move this to, to week seven and bump the Steelers, uh, the Steelers are supposed to have their, their bye week and, and play the, the Steelers-Ravens game in week eight when they both have a bye because uh, you would bump the, the Steelers game against the Ravens in Week around, Seven, right. um, that's a huge disadvantage for the Steelers, right? Because now all of a sudden, if you move this game out of this weekend, yes, they get a buy now, which you're going to get a buy at some point. Mm-hmm. They would play their next two games at home, which means they've played four of their first five games at home. You've and played the whole second half of the season. The whole second half, they played seven of their final ten games on the road. Yeah, that's asking a lot. That, and schedule makers avoid that stuff. On right, purpose, there's a reason honestly. you do that. Yeah, you know, obviously, you just don't want to make a team do that. And they did nothing wrong. And they did nothing wrong. Right? Yeah, yeah. We'll cater to you guys. You know, like you heard, you had said there's rumors maybe they could bump this game to Monday night. I mean, it doesn't sound like the worst thing in the world, but why is that better? Gives them one more day of practice, right? Get an extra day of testing. I mean, they're going to be yeah. tested all week. Um, I don't know that you know an extra day of testing is going to suddenly. Right. I mean, you know. I guess the Titans could get a real practice in Saturday and do a walkthrough Sunday. Okay, is that enough to really change the whole game? Yeah. Sorry I, for I your luck. So. Yeah, right. You know? I mean, we all knew this coming in that there was a possibility that you know it was going to be a tough. You knew it was going to be a tough year. It was going to be a year unlike any other. And you knew that, hey, my team might get hit really hard. <laughs> and yeah, it's all. I mean, it's like you know injuries with the, you know they didn't cancel the 49ers game on Sunday because right, exactly, the 49ers right. had a bunch of starters that were out. I mean, with all the testing going on, I assume, and I'm going to defer to them that they think there's no better chance that the Steelers' whole team gets infected or any player on the on the field is in more danger now than they were any other game. So. You're out of luck on practices. You know, so you're going to have to be virtual, and and three guys aren't going to play. 
Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, Yeah. you you move on. Mm -hmm. You play. I'm just I can't wait to hear who they are though. It is going to be fascinating to see, and we'll find out as the week goes on. But they've also got some injury issues. Right. Uh, Taylor Lewin, their 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 starting left tackle, tackle, uh, left that game. That doesn't. I saw a report today that it's not a long term injury, but it didn't say that it was going to be an injury that wouldn't keep him. Yeah. Right. It did say a short term injury. Well, if it's if it's an injury. He's probably not playing this week. I, my, I lean towards that. And we already said Isaiah Wilson, their starting right tackle, or at least the guy they drafted to be their starting right tackle, is already on the COVID list. Mm-hmm. Um, so a guy like Juan, I mean, he, okay, he goes to a doctor's office and gets treatment all week. and But you know how, like, Coach Tomlin is. He wants you to practice Thursday or Friday before they say, yes, I'm going to play him, right. I'm going to activate him. We don't even have that option this right. this week. You just get to see him in a walkthrough. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I'm good to go, Coach. Said, well, I didn't get to see you. Like, <laughs> or does he spend the entire time jogging on the sidelines trying to – I don't know even what the injury was. I'm not sure what it is either. But, I mean, unless your doc on, like, Wednesday or Thursday says, ah, he's fine. I mean, he can definitely play. How do you play that guy if you're Titans this week? You know, like, the questionable people, I would think, are definitely leaning towards out. Yeah, I, I don't know that he plays at all just because. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know that you're going to have enough – uh, it looks like it's a shoulder injury. Okay. So, right. I mean, it's something you'd want to test out on the field. Yeah, you, yeah. you know, you. So, yeah, not going to happen. Um, and you always said the first round pick. The maybe, right maybe out. if you're the Titans, you just kind of chalk this one. Oh, hey, we're just going to play and you hate get it to over do with. that. But hey, we're in a good spot. We're three and zero. Give it everything we got. Of course, it's not like you're going to sit Derrick Henry or you know not try to win. Of course, but you might just lean towards. Boy, we got a we we caught a bad break this week. Maybe in week twelve, we get, the team we play against catches a bad break. Yeah, you know it was going to happen right, to somebody um, this season. We knew that somebody mm-hmm. was going to be hit hard, and I don't even know if this is as hard as anybody's going to be hit. I bet like somebody gets three a guys. Right. It could be you. You could see another team get. Again, we've talked about an, an entire position group mm-hmm. gets wiped out because those guys yeah. are sitting in the same meeting rooms all week long. It, it might be three names that we don't haven't ever really heard of, and they're home and okay. Um, I'm sure a couple of those players aren't crying that they don't have to go to the facility this week and treat it like a semi-bye week and relax their bones a little bit. And they can still come out sharp. It doesn't mean the Steelers are just going to roll over these guys. No, they're still going to play. Still going to play a game. I mean, for for the Titans, this is really going to be like playing on a Thursday night in terms of prep work. In terms of the prep, but they get more rest. Right. They get they get the rest. They get to have more meeting time. Mm -hmm. They just won't have the on field time. Right. I mean, in terms, yeah, right. They won't get a real practice in, which hurts, obviously, but that's why you practice. But I don't know that it's a death sentence. You know? No, the the one thing, the one area where it will give the Steelers an advantage is with their blitz packages. Um, I've, I've said that on my podcast. Yeah, you can watch them. You can watch these yeah. things happen, um, you know, until you see it on the field and see the, see the chess pieces moving. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't, I don't know. If, again, different guys see things differently in terms of the preparation. Right. You know, some if, people need to take it to the field. Yeah. You know, it's just different some people don't. Teaching tactics. Yeah. Some people can watch sure. it and go, okay, I get I see what they're doing there. Yeah, I said that today. But too, I think that's it? more rare than the guys who see it on the field and kind of get it. Right. I, I agree. And most want all the above. You know, I want right. the board, Both, I yeah. want the instruction, and then I want to do it physically and, and see if that, it. Because and, if that was the case, you just wouldn't practice. You just wouldn't practice, right. <laughs> I want to put my hands on a blitzer and fill the hole, actually, and step yeah. up and all those type of things. But even on a normal week, not even because of talent, but obviously talent has a ton to do with it, 
this defense is hard to prepare for, period. You know, they throw a lot at you. They're not they're an advanced group like we talked about all off season. They don't have to break it down to, you know, bones, bare bones and they can come at you with everything they've had for years. And oh by the way, they're super fast and super talented and playing really well and you know, so yeah, that that definitely doesn't help. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it yesterday the uh the line on this game opened last week with the Titans being favored by three. That was down to two by game day on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Then after the Titans and Steelers both played, uh, it had shifted down to the Steelers being uh, one-point underdogs. Uh, before they took the lines down today, the Steelers were favored in this game. Yeah, I saw it was like one and a half, which honestly, I thought it should have been a pick em, period. I mean, like I, I think the Steelers are a slightly better team. I understand it's in their building. Um, we'll talk about matchups and things, obviously, get back to football things here at some point. But, yeah, they're they're a good team, but I think the Steelers stack up well with them, you know, without question. So that line was a little odd to me to begin with, especially when you, when you heard three. But now, I, 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 I wonder, I mean, what a weird scenario for the bookmakers. You don't know what home field's really worth yet, you know, and how much is practice worth. And you don't know who's out. You don't yeah. know who the three guys I are. I mean, those games have been taken off the board, the Vikings sure. and, the, and the Titans games yeah. have both been taken down because – you don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Vikings, nobody's tested positive yet, so you're okay there. But for the for the Titans, it's it's huge to know who is going to be out. It's Absolutely. no different if your you know your your quarterback has a, a concussion. You see game the game ta- if your quarterback's questionable, mm-hmm. the game's ta- usually taken off. Before. Oh right, exactly. Yeah, and we just know that there's three dudes and we don't know who. Yeah, yeah. I mean, real quick with the Vikings, it's also kind of funny that the teams that played last week are. Playing, playing this week, yeah. This week, right? Just a strange coincidence. Just the way the, they're, they're the schedule works out, yeah. Yeah, um, but they're going to miss like a day in their facility, right? That's they're what it looks like. You twenty four to forty eight hours while they okay. get the testing taken care of, um, and then they should be back allowed in, allowed back in. Okay, so maybe um, it costs them a practice. Yeah, and today was today was everybody's day off, and it right, was right, Tuesday's right, a day right. off. So I'm thinking Wednesday they won't practice, and they'll probably get back at it Thursday. So okay, not yeah. the end of the world, but no, obviously I mean, it's huge news. Cause it's the first one. And maybe we'll get used to this, you know, happen here and there throughout I hope the not. season. I hope not, of yeah. course. But I don't think it's – of course it's big news, but I don't think it's earth-shattering news. You know, like I don't think, boy, the NFL doesn't know what they're doing with this or and, and the, the people, beginning of the floodgates. Like the NHL playoffs just ended last night, mm-hmm. and they got through it without any major incidents. The NBA has been the same, and people, why aren't they playing this in a bubble? We you can't can. play in a full season in a bubble. You just can't. Teams? With 53-man rosters? 16 games with 53-man, yeah. And all the practice squads? The NFL has talked about potentially doing the playoffs in a bubble, and that would be a little more workable. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can't do a full season in a bubble. You just can't. You can't. You might as well cancel the season as opposed to doing that. You'd have to go down to like eight games or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. That's that's a long time to ask these people to be away from their families. That's the other part of it, yeah. Think about, would you want to be away from your family for six months or seven months? Well, I'd do it for millions of dollars like they are, but would you do it for the salary that you make now, whatever it is you're doing? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what the money is. They, They... they signed a contract. That's a going rate. You yeah. know, I mean, it's it's asking a lot from a human being just to go to Orlando for six months and do a season and don't talk to your family anymore. Yeah, yeah. can't see your family, can't go, can't leave. Can't That's leave, it. can't do anything. Yeah, right. you're locked down for six months. Oh, I would do that. Yeah, you you really wouldn't. You sure? Yeah, yeah you, you really wouldn't. And then you guys start losing. It's not fun. And <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, right. you're, you know, if you're the... Bengals Giants right now, right or now. Giants, yeah, like, right. oh, man, we got 15 more games of this and we stink. <laughs> this We're not going anywhere. Last, right, yeah. yeah. 
Eliminate us now. Yeah. Uh, but it is obviously a noteworthy conversation, and I hope we get more scoop as the week goes on. I'm sure we will. And we'll definitely know. Who we'll find out, too. From, and Mike Tomlin is scheduled to talk at 6 o'clock tonight, oh, so yeah, yeah, you yeah. stay on these airwaves, and we'll carry that live. Nice. Uh, then Jerry Dulac and I will uh, have the uh, post-Tomlin wrap-up uh, press conference that we usually do at noon. We'll cover gotcha. We'll cover that uh, after the, after the uh, Tomlin press conference. Did it um, only get bumped back because of this? Yeah, because it was yeah. right when everything was happening. Sure. Uh, the first... He the first 15 qu- questions to Tomlin would have been about this, and he probably has n- he, no idea what's going. You know, yeah, he just found didn't out know what was happening. Yeah, right, right. So that makes sense. Um, everything that he would have answered or said, every answer he would have given at that time would have been, I don't know. I don't I'm the same boat as you guys. <laughs> right. Like I'm, I'm waiting for this too. Again. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I can see why they did push that back, but uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. There was a game played in Baltimore last night. And uh, if you're a Steeler fan, you're probably happy about how that turned out. Yeah, no doubt about that. We'll talk game. about that. Uh, we'll talk about that game right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Uh, it is the drive. Uh, we're talking all things uh, Steelers and the NFL. And yeah. Well, there was a big game played last game. night in Baltimore. Yeah. A huge game when it comes to playoff seating and sure. I mean, I've, all that good stuff. Everyone thought they were the best two teams in the league before kickoff. They okay. didn't look like the two best teams no, in the league last they night. Didn't. I, I, because I did not expect that result. I mean, the, the Chiefs just throttled the Ravens. They the, did. The Chiefs are not a good defense. Yeah. But they gave up 13 points, offensive points, to the Ravens in, in that 34-20 win. And under 100 
passing yards. Held Lamar held Lamar to 97 yards on 15 of 28 passing. They sacked him four times. Mm-hmm. Which is more surprising to you, the fact that the Chiefs sacked him four times and held him under 100 y- passing yards, or the fact that the Ravens, with all their blitzes, did not get Mahomes on the ground once? Yeah, it's a good question. It's probably about equal. I, I mean... I think the first thing. I mean, mean, no one expected them to be under five. They got hands on 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 Mahomes a couple of times. Sure, sure. They couldn't get him on the ground, and he just beat them. He just beat them. Yeah, he was by far the best player on the field again. Um, a lot to take away from that. I mean, I know this didn't matter because they would have got throttled either way, but I thought it was a bad look when you open up the game with a really nice drive, go down in a game you know you're going to need a lot of points. And you kick the field goal. Kick a field goal, yeah. That's not a Ravens-Harbaugh-like move. I I think it set the wrong tone for the team. They went for it on fourth down more than any team in the league last year. Right, that's what I mean. Like, they're they're the ones to do it. Yeah. You know? And, and again, they probably get killed either way. But I thought it was a bad start after a nice drive, and they were moving the ball at will at that point. And then it dried up. You know what I mean? It totally dried up. Yeah, Lamar, uh, the receivers didn't help him out. Um, he didn't. His receivers did not help him out, but he, he wasn't good. You, you, no. We we talked about that in the off season. Their receivers aren't very good. They're not reliable, dependable, proven guys. Yeah. They're fast, very different, p- impressive prospects. Yeah, they're all yeah. prospects right now. You know, and, even Marquise Brown. Uh, Marquise Brown, to me, I, I thought the, the the Chiefs got up in his grill yesterday and just would not let him mm-hmm. get off the line of scrimmage. And even when he did, he had the you know. He better get used to that too. Yeah, that's good. That's what's that's what's going to happen to you until you show that you can beat it. Now he does have that one defining, sure attribute that trait that you know he can get by you. You know, and if that happens, you're in trouble. But boy, if it doesn't happen, they don't have anybody else on the outside that can beat you. No, I mean none of any route runners. (laughs) I mean that's the, the problem to me. I mean I I can't imagine how many times I've said this since they got eliminated against the Titans. And part of it's pretty obvious, too. I mean, their style of play, they get a couple concerns for me. Obviously, when they are winning at halftime, they win. When they're losing at halftime, they, they lose. They lose, yeah. <laughs> you know, and especially against a strong Titans team or a you know really, really good Kansas City team, it's not – they can't play left-handed right now. And I know everyone's going to blame Lamar, which is par for the course because you're the quarterback and you're the MVP and you get all the accolades and you don't deserve every accolade too. Your teammates help you. But I think the receiver position is worrisome that way. I mean, I really thought watching that Titans game when they got eliminated, where's Anquan Bolden? You know, where's Steve Smith? You know, where's the Whoopi? Where's Mason? You know, yeah. they've always had the old guy that can run routes. Right now that guy is Mark Andrews. Yeah, to a large he's degree, an but consistent player too, he, and is young. They were talking about how what great hands he has last night on Bad the butt. drop on the end. Zone. He, he drops he drops a lot of passes, and he doesn't he's play a, as many snaps. I mean, yeah. he misses a lot of time. I mean, he had eight targets last night. Yeah. he cut three of them for twenty two yards. I mean, he's only what a third year player too. Right? I mean, how many third year tight ends are lighting up the world? He's a good player, but he needs to be a piece at this point as he develops. I really think they need. That veteran route runner that can run an out on third and five. And, and I just don't see him getting that no, this season. No, I mean, it's fine when you're winning. You don't need that guy. But when all of a sudden, when you need him, you yeah. need him. <laughs> they, need, they need a juju. They need a juju, yeah. I mean, if you put If you put Juju Smith-Schuster on that team, he's their number one receiver. Mm-hmm. And he catches, you know, 85 passes. 
Yeah. Um, and, the next and, guy catches 40. And is there, right. and he's, he's the whoopee. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, Even though he's young, but he's established yeah. enough. that Right. Yeah, I think that hurts him. And Lamar did not play well, and they played a great team, and Mahomes was awesome, and we know all those things. But they're, I mean, their fullback and their left tackle are catching touchdown passes. <laughs> 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 and don't you think maybe Andy Reid might have, like, Walked into the team meeting and been like, with with the Super Bowl trophy and been like, you know, we're three and a half point underdogs. Yeah, you know, people like, are talking about this team like they're better than us. Right. Hey, Patrick, that guy won the MVP award right. last year. He was voted the number one player in the league. Yeah, you were fourth. <laughs> um, yeah. Just a reminder, just so you guys <laughs> yeah. know. You know, I mean, and I, I thought Andy, I thought Andy Reid uh, really pulled out all the stops. You saw all yeah. kinds of crazy formations and all the movements, strange and, motions and stuff. Too. Yeah. yeah, they throw a lot at you. Um, if I'm, I mean, they're really good. If I'm other teams, I'm doing a lot of that same stuff. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. because it worked. That that Ravens defense, which people were talking about, oh, this is the best defense in the league, gave oh, up 385 know. yards passing. Mm-hmm. Worse yet, they give 132 yards on the ground. I say the, 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 that was more. The Chiefs choked them out on, at the end of the game on the ground. Yes, and and something we've talked about a lot. You bring it up a lot too. I mean, all that motion with those young linebackers, you know, that, that manipulates those guys a lot. Just gets them a leaning a one way or taking he, one false step. Mahomes had Kelsey whenever he wanted them last night. He did. Middle field was not. It was wide open was every wide single open. time. It was wide open. And it was an extremely impressive performance by the Chiefs. And maybe they would have done that to all 30 other teams, too, and made them look just as bad. It was their night. But they, they were, were coming great. off a game in which they had looked. They, that was not their best game. Right? Like they yeah. looked like an average team against the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, people yeah. were saying, "Well, maybe this, maybe they're not quite as good as we thought." Well, I thought I said those <laughs> things. I said Baltimore's playing better going into that game. Yeah. I picked them to win. I thought they had they were more. Impressive I thought the Ravens would win too, and they yeah. just it was apparent f- from the word go that they were not going to win that game. Yeah, it wasn't. They weren't coming back. There was never. Yeah. I mean, I get. I mean, the one touch, the touchdown was a a very impressive kickoff return. It wasn't even like a great drive, right? I mean, right. I mean, what if they didn't have that? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when they did get it, I thought, okay, they they're still maybe that helps them right the ship. They, they, that made right. it thirteen ten at the time. Yep. they're still in it, but then the Chiefs go right back down to score again. Yeah, before they kicked that ball off and Duvernay took it to the house. I texted my buds. I'm like, this could be a blowout, you know? Like, yeah. and then it was. It just took a little longer until it happened. And, and again, I didn't see it coming. Um, I don't think all of a sudden the Ravens aren't a contender or can't win the Super Bowl. No, they're Bowl. still a good football right. team, and they'll bounce back from this. No question. But they showed some warts. They did. They did. Yeah. And they were warts we've mentioned, too. You know, um, I've heard things like – I think people have overreacted a little bit. To, this is the new narrative that Lamar's never going to win a playoff game. He can't win the big one. I think there I mean, are teams that are – I think there are teams that are bad matchups for them. Yeah, the Chiefs being one of them because they can score. Yeah. My question then to you is: Are the steel? Can the Steelers do that as currently constituted? Can they play that that style? They have a better defense in Kansas City, without question. Uh, can they score enough? Can they do those kind of things to the to the Ravens to to put them? I don't think they can run away and hide and make the Ravens play how they don't want to play. I'm not sure there's many offenses that can. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Mahomes is just so threatening. I mean, like. I but the Steelers have enough to get some early stops mm-hmm. against the Ravens, and if they can, if seen they that offense yeah. a lot, right, right, and they played him as well as anybody did last year mm-hmm. in that early game. I mean, Duck Hodges almost beat right Patrick Mahomes, if, if not for a Juju Smith-Schuster fumble, probably does beat him. 
Uh, to your original question, though, about I don't know if the Steelers can put 35 on them, though. Where the Chiefs can put 35 on you know, Well, they can put anybody on anybody, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Um, I don't know if they can't, though. I mean, I think it could happen. I mean, I, if I the would... Ravens play like they did last night, I, I, mm-hmm. again, they give up 4.3 yards of carry. Yeah. Uh, if if those young linebackers are still struggling, if if LJ Fort is still their best linebacker, when they meet when, when they, they meet, meet in, in a month, right? Um, That's going to be problematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I think such a key with that team is how well does do the Ravens control the game early or not? If they're, if they're swimming abs- upstream, yeah. they're really not the same team. We we talked about it yesterday. If the Ravens if the if the Ravens win the toss, do they take the ball? And they did, mm-hmm. but they go down and get three instead and they of seven. Got three, right? Yeah. Like I, I know they still lose. They were by far the worst team. But when he made that decision, I went, "What? You know, you're the most aggressive coach in the league. Everyone on the sideline knows your mentality. You better put thirty up, and you're not going to beat the Chiefs by kicking field goals." Like uh, every Chiefs fan in America was going, "Oh, well, thanks." Yeah, yeah you I mean, know, you're going to kick a, a field goal against us after driving gift. it down our throats. Um, and that that ball was that was a uh, third and know, fourth and three at the Kansas City eight. I just assumed they were going to go for it, you know. Because like, even if you don't get that, you're going you're telling Kansas City you got to go ninety two yards. Yeah, okay, it's still zero zero. Yeah, <laughs> you know, not that, what's the big what's the big deal? It's only three points. It's the difference between four point yeah. or three points and seven. And then the Chiefs just turn around and go, and go the seventy five yards and get the touchdown. Yeah, I mean, again, you're trailing the, the rest of the way. Win, then, yeah, but it was a bad tone to set for your team. And, again, it was Lamar's worst day in a while. Um, I've heard things, too, like Lamar's an, Lamar's overrated. He's nowhere close to the player Mahomes is. Mahomes is better than him, but yeah. um, Lamar's not overrated. <laughs> in terms in terms of a – I was higher on his passing um, when he was coming in the draft than, mm-hmm. than I am, than what I've seen of him in the NFL. I, okay. thought, he, I thought he threw the ball better in college than he does – than he has in the NFL. I haven't. I haven't seen it. I'm higher on his to, NFL passing than that. The accurate, the consistent accuracy that. is not. It's just not there. I think they scheme some things up for him and get the tight ends mm-hmm. over the middle running open. I, mean, I think. I think he's. I don't. I think he's a better passer than a lot of people give him credit for. Okay. Yeah. But if, in terms of if we were going to rank the, the the 32 starters in the league in terms of. Okay, how how is this guy as a passer? How well do they throw the football? How well do they throw the football? In turn, yeah, all the above. He's yeah. he's probably like fifteenth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then we're on the same page. Yeah. I mean, I think some people think he's thirty eighth. He's no, no. Yeah, he's not that. Yeah, yeah. But if, if you can keep him contained in the pocket, mm-hmm. um, you know, well, he had got a chance. He had eighty three yeah. rushing yards yesterday. And some of it looked easy early, yeah. and then it dried up. And then up. it just yeah. dried up. And they got yeah. him on the ground four times. Mm-hmm. And, and, again, if you make the 15th best quarterback in the league beat you throwing the football, you're probably going to win. Sure, right. I mean, that's what teams are doing against Kirk Cousins. And, right. You know, I mean, the Steelers did that against Daniel Jones. And, you know, yeah, he's closer to that than, oh, we'll just let Aaron Rodgers beat us. Or, right, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, he's, right. he is not, you know, he's not, uh, you know. That, like, brings me to Josh Allen. Like, everyone did that against Josh Allen. And this year he's beating people, you know. Right. He's gotten better, at least through three games, that if you're going to give me all these favorable matchups and challenge me to beat you. And he was probably he was probably going into the season, I would say he was below oh, Lamar. 20th yeah. for me, right. I right. Mean, he could throw really hard. But he's gotten, he's gotten better. Well, they gave him, they, again, it's the receivers. 
the Ravens would, could use Stephon Diggs. If the, if the Ravens had <laughs> Stephon Diggs and right. they had John Brown and let him go. Yeah. I mean, I think that was a huge mistake by them. I do, too. And what's interesting, and again, I'm not talking on both sides of my mouth because I said this a lot in the offseason. Everyone raved about the the Ravens offseason, and they added a lot. You know, Calais Campbell was a gift. They didn't even use J.K. Dobbins. They don't even use Dobbins. They, they, they have this, all these draft capital. But, man, why not – Trade that first round pick for Diggs, you know, yeah. or you know, get some, get, go spend, overspend for Amari Cooper, and don't give anybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, get somebody who's a number one receiver. Then I'll really fear you because then you can play it both ways. And I just don't think that they can right now. No. And man, I'll tell you, we we talked about this in the summertime, and I think I think it's more true now than ever before. If the Steelers had taken J.K. Dobbins, mm-hmm. uh, Chase Claypool is a Raven right now, and they're a better football team. Right. Like, I think right now, they probably love Dobbins as much as ever. He's done nothing wrong. Right. But if the Steelers said, hey, we'll give you Chase for J.K. They I, jump all over I that. Baltimore says yes. Absolutely. Right. And the Steelers don't. Right. No, I, I'm with yeah, you. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're now three weeks into this season, and yeah. I think it's time to go back and take a look at the Football Outsiders, uh, DVOAs, and all that good I like stuff. It. I like it. We'll do that right after this. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. is in the books. Every yes. team in the league has now played three games. So I'm looking here at the Football Outsiders, uh, their NFL playoff odds report. Oh, okay. Cool. And so they have... Uh, I know some of this is based off what they thought of teams coming into the season and, and a lot of what they've seen since, obviously. Well, they're using their Dave as well, their Dave ratings. Mm-hmm. Which, I do what that stands for. but uh, I, can, I can tell you right here. Their, oh, okay. their Dave is the... Uh, it, Dave is the... Combines their preseason forecast with games played so far to get the more accurate projection on how teams will play the rest of the season. Dave is currently 78% preseason forecast and 22% actual performance. Okay. And I think so every week that's 78, it'll, 22 It'll get closer, yeah. And, right, right. And then Dave falls apart once we get to week eight or whatever. Correct, yes. Right, yeah, right. So and right they've been doing now, this for 20-some years. Yeah, they have a good... Right. They, they, yeah, they didn't just come up with this this year. <laughs> right. So right now, according to uh, Pro Football Outsiders... Uh, forecasts, the Steelers are projected to finish with 10.6 wins. Yeah. And I knew they were pretty high on them coming into the year yeah. compared to some other people. They have a 17.4% chance of finishing with the top seed in the AFC. Yeah, the bye. I mean, the, Getting the yeah, bye. Right. 15.5% chance of finishing number two. So they actually have a better chance of finishing number one than they do finishing number two. Hmm. I hadn't thought of them that. Okay. Uh, it doesn't uh, mean they're the favorite to be right, number one. Right. But still. Uh, they have a uh, ten point nine percent chance of finishing uh, third in the in the AFC. In the AFC, okay. Six point six percent chance of finishing fourth. Mm-hmm. A fifteen point five fifteen point eight percent chance of finishing fifth. That would be the top wild card. Well, that makes more sense. Right. So you don't win the division, but you're the top wild card as opposed to being the fourth 
best division right. winner. You know, uh, ten point. So when it gets down to it, they have an eighty three point six percent chance of get, making the playoffs right now. It's a big number. It's a big number. Yeah, it's not, we're not even especially when you compare it to the Ravens are right behind them. The Ravens right now have a seventy four point nine percent chance of making yeah. the playoffs. And I knew they were high coming on the out Ravens, of that, and they but, were very high on them. Their Dave is still the game, right? their Dave is still higher than the Steelers right now. The Steelers are at thirteen point nine percent. The Ravens are at sixteen point zero. But the Ravens' win total right now is at nine point nine. Steelers are at ten point six. That's a big jump. I mean, like a yeah. win is a huge jump in discrepancy. And right? actually, the Steelers have the the second best win total in the AFC behind Kansas City. Kansas City's at eleven point six. You know, so right now, and they have uh, the, the Ravens. I'm almost are, certain the, the Ravens are third, third at nine point nine. Okay, I think they've swapped. I think that going into the season, it was KC, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, so if you if you look at the uh, the playoff scenarios, uh, this is now the odds on each team reaching the conference championship game. Okay. The Steelers are at 30.5%. That's third best in the NFL. To play in that game. To play in the championship yeah. game. Uh, Kansas City's at 49.2. Seattle's at 31.2. Pittsburgh is at 30.5. Then it's New Orleans at 25.2. Baltimore at wow. 25.2. Wow. Okay. Pretty good on New Orleans for yeah. the two-loss team. They still believe in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, the con- to win the conference championship, to get to the, to get to the, Super, to the Bowl, Super Bowl, Kansas City's at 29.8%. That's leads, leads. That seems low, but that's really high. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Seattle's at seventeen point two percent. Okay. The Steelers are at sixteen percent. They're third wow. on that list. Wow. Um, to win the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. Win the Super Bowl. Kansas City is at sixteen point eight. Wow. Seattle's at eight point five. Pittsburgh and New Orleans are at eight point four. That's a big number for KC. It's a big number. It's not and much the, different than yeah. the. the, the AFC Championship. How about this one? To go un to go sixteen and zero. Oh wow! <laughs> Kansas City's point seven percent chance to go sixteen and zero. Point seven percent. Seattle is point two percent chance to go sixteen and zero. The Steelers are actually second on that at point three percent. Yeah. Okay. I don't so, think it's happening to any of them, but I don't think so either. But right, right. yeah, but it's there. But it shows how much of a long shot and how hard that is. I mean, just it's so easy to stumble once. You know? Yeah. Right. This leads me to our to their to their DVOA rankings, which to be honest. The Ravens might have just done their stumble, and they could still be fifteen and one. Right, you know they, they could be. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but right now, three games into the season, you could make the argument that the Steelers are the most complete team in the league. That doesn't surprise me. Looking okay. at the uh, where the offense, the defense, and the special teams rank. Right, right. There are right because okay, I'm going to go through the top teams and right we now. We often say that finding the weakness for this team is harder Difficult, than most. Yeah. yeah. So right now, Indianapolis. Uh, if you're if we're going on on total Dave rankings here, uh, the top team in the league is Kansas City. Sure. Offense is ranked fifth in DVOA. Okay. The defense is ranked third. I mean, it didn't light it up against the Chargers. No, should be shocked by its five. The defense is ranked thirteenth in DVOA. I think that sounds about right to me. The special teams are thirtieth. Wow. Thirtieth for you Kansas City. It. They gave up a big touchdown last night. That. A couple missed miss kicks, too. Yeah, a couple yeah, missed yeah. kicks. Last night did not help their special teams. No, it did not at all. Wow. Usually they're good in that phase. Though. New Orleans is is actually second in Dave right now. Not, again, that's preseason that's projections. Preseason yeah. About, yeah, But they're 10th in offense. Okay. They're 12th in defense. And they're 8th yeah. in special teams. Okay. I mean, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Baltimore is third. 13th, 13th in offense. 
Okay. Uh, Last ten, night did not help. Tenth in defense, first in special teams. Hmm. As big return as last night. Yeah. yeah, big return last night helps. The Steelers right now, fourteenth uh, on offense, third on defense, thirteenth on special teams. Hmm. Okay. Like there's nothing there that. No, no, no major discrepancy yeah. or anything. Right. Uh, Indianapolis, which is uh, you know surprise surprisingly good in their in their rankings here, eighteenth on offense. Number one, on defense, number one on defense, but they've played the Jets and they just destroyed the Vikings in week two. Yes. I think every team that plays the Jets is going to get a big push on their defensive. Uh... I tend to agree, but if you, I, I just happened to look at it this morning. The Colts' defensive numbers are crazy right yeah. now. I mean, they're off the charts. I mean, they, they won't keep up. They yeah, they made, the, they made the Vikings in week two look silly. Mm-hmm. And then they played the Jets. I'm not sure they're even a top five defense. They lost, they lost to the Jaguars in week one. Right, we saw the Jaguars on Thursday Night Football, last and you week. mentioned this off the air too. Like their defense held up well in that game, though. You know, Minshew completed a lot of passes, but it didn't. He didn't kill him with yardage. He was, yeah, like he was very efficient though. He wasn't like nineteen to twenty. Right, I right, mean, right, right. Just uh, and the and Indianapolis is tenth in special teams. Okay, I mean, if you, I, I they're right there with everybody else yeah, in terms of right. Nobody stands out way above the rest, or you know. I, mean, I think we all agree that Kansas City is probably the best team in the league right now, but they're not without their holes either. So if you look at the, Where are the Bills, I'm just curious. Uh, in terms of overall, the, the Bills are. Uh, I just clicked off of that. Ah, sorry. That's all right. Uh, the Bills are sixth on in offensive ranking. They're tenth overall, by the way. Okay. Sixth in offensive ranking. Uh, defense or twenty fourth. The defense hasn't been as good hasn't as people been, no. think. And eleventh on special teams. Okay, okay. Their offense has been great, and they throw the ball a lot. Their their passing offense has been great. The their Titans is a little down. The Titans, who the Steelers play this week, mm-hmm. uh, they are thirteenth overall. Uh, they are eleventh on offense, sixteenth on defense, eighteenth on special teams. I think their defense is worse. Than They're that. much more of a middle of the road team than right. they are. Where did you say on special teams? Sorry, eighteenth. Okay, and they've missed some kicks. I mean, yeah. they made a lot this past week, but they missed some big ones. How about this? I saw a thing. And I shouldn't have opened it because it was an Adam Shine piece, and I think he's a putz. I'm not a fan. <clears throat> yeah. He called Stephen Guskowski. He, he was saying his his nine, his nine because he always picks nine because it's a shine. It rhymes with his name. Oh, um, he, that's cute. He called Stephen Guskowski a future Hall of Fame kicker. Come on, man. Come on. Right. Every kicker. There's Your one kicker. Has a better chance there's there's, there's two place kickers in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That's too many. Too too many. <laughs> like. Tucker's going to go someday, and yeah. I won't quibble over it, but he's going to keep some guard or safety out that year, and yeah. then I will quibble with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, People say that about Vinatieri, too, and I'm like, come on. Yeah. yeah I was gonna say that. I, so I, that made me go look up Guskowski's stats for his career. He's an 80, 87% kicker on okay. his field goals, which is okay. And he's, he's dealt with some weather. I mean, obviously yeah. he's had a good career. But he he's, not a, he's not a Hall of Famer. No, he's not a Hall of Famer. Like, come on. He used to be a special, special player. Yeah. To be a specialist yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Like, Ray Guy, I guess I kind of get. I mean, people were talking, uh, you know, the game last night. This is the two best kickers in the league, and Butker goes out and misses an extra point and misses a, mm-hmm. a, a, a field goal. Yeah. So, you still have no kickers. Yeah. kickers. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Tucker, good. to me, should go to the Hall of Fame. Not but real football players. He's going to keep somebody else out that year. Right. And that's going to bother me. And, you know, again, when, when, when Steeler fans are talking about, I can't believe Alan Fanica didn't make it into the Hall of Fame these last five years. Because mm-hmm. people, you know, Ray Guy went in, for God's sakes. Right. <laughs> During that time, yeah, 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 come on, that's keeping somebody else out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I try. I, I promise you, as good as Tucker is, 
they would have traded him for Fanico. Yeah. You know? That's <laughs> why I should, I should have brought that up. John does more value. When I was sitting him. in the Hall of Fame meeting last year, and they were talking about how there were too many first-time guys going in, and there was this big, yeah. ba- big backlog of safeties and offensive linemen, I should have stood up and said, you know what? Then maybe you shouldn't have put Ray Guy and, and Morton Anderson in the Hall of you Fame. Did it to yourself. Yeah, you, you, you guys voted you those. Guys have all the control. You guys voted those guys in. Right. Don't right, start right, crying right. now and tell me that Troy Polamalu can't go in in the first year because <laughs> there's this backlog of safeties and, and offensive linemen. Morton kept this guy out yeah. or whatever. But you don't want to do that in those settings because you're trying to get your guys into the Hall right. of Fame. You're, you're trying I don't want to tick off. I don't want you know tick off the room. Should but I, should I vote for Troy or not? Well, Dale was kind of a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> They all just chided us right, for. Right, I'm gonna pick Atwater. Yeah, you got to pick your spots. That was one thing sure. Ed Bouchette told me when uh, when I. He's you don't like, want to make any enemies. Don't don't go in there and start ripping other guys to try to make your points. Talk uh-huh. just talk your guy up, which makes that's sense. Part, yeah. That's what I that's what I would have done anyways. I'm, right, and you're not. Gonna, I mean, they're all awesome players. Yeah, they, of course they're the best of the best. Yeah, I mean when I was sitting there and they were reading off the the accomplishment accomplishments of all those guys, I'm like, oh, that's a pretty good case for that guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a pretty good player. I mean, nobody that makes the final 15 is a bad football player. And they all have a case. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only one I looked at this year, I'm like, eh, probably. I couldn't see myself voting for him. If if he, there were six guys on the list and I had to vote for five, he wouldn't make it no matter what, was mm-hmm. Sam Mills. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was an easy no. But he's a really good football player. Yeah, he, and he ended up being the first guy that we talked about. And I'm sitting there listening to the Sam Mills stuff. I'm like, oh, he's a pretty good football player. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure people can make a pretty strong case. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But, yeah. yeah, I just couldn't – I mean, we, when it was all said and done and one of the arguments was, well, he's one of the best little players of all time. That's not That's to not, me – That doesn't get you in the Hall of Fame. No, right. You know. Is, a, is he the best 360-pound player? Well, I don't right. care. I mean, just <laughs> pair him to other linebackers. Yeah. Right. I, I don't care if he's little. That's, I'm not going to give him bonus points for that. Do you still have DVOA up? Yes, I do. Are the Jets 32? Uh, the Jets – I'm just curious who the, the dogs are. Denver is actually dead last now. They get to play the Jets this week. They play the Jets on yeah. Thursday night. Yeah. The Jets are 31. The Giants are 30. Okay. Now, part of that's I mean, because that's those two teams have played the Steelers, mm-hmm. and the Steelers have kind of had their way with them a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I so, think the Jets are clearly the worst team in the league. Houston, by the way, is 23rd. So are they? That's fine with me because I don't think they're bad. No, I, they've, they've played three good teams. Mm-hmm. I think they're a, an average team, and by the end of the season they'll be – 16th. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is kind of a fantasy nugget, but I think at this point, if you picked up Watson or Cooks yeah. or Fuller. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. I mean, their stock's as low as it's going to be. Things will get better there. Yeah. You know, and the, the Steelers win against them will look even better, you know. Um, where are the Bengals at in the Brownies? Uh, the Bengals, in terms of DVOA, are 20th. Okay. Well, how about their three categories? Uh, they are 27th in offense, 9th on defense, which really? is kind of surprising. Yeah. And 6th on offense. Or sixth on special teams. They were first last year on yeah. special teams. That's the only thing they did good. The Browns are 25th on offense, 8th hmm. on, eighth on defense. Their, their defense has played pretty well. And 28th on special teams. Hmm. Okay. So Interesting. And as I think I mentioned, uh, the Ravens are 13th, 10th, and 1st. Yes. Okay. They can't – if they're 13th, 10th, and 1st at the end of the year, what is, what's their record? 12 and 4? 11 and 5? Something like that. They got to be better than tenth on defense. Yeah, and their offense needs to be higher too. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean to be a real competitor, right? I think so. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's uh, certainly interesting. 
that will continue to change as the season goes on. Yeah, as, of course. Uh, but we'll keep but looking at that uh, from week to week. We do like to do that to see what changes. I kind of like doing that better than power ranks, just where someone decides to stick people. Yeah. And trust me, I'm that power ranker. I've done it. <laughs> but sometimes you don't have a good reason why. You should why just somebody... use these things. You should just, according to football outsiders, here's the power rankings yeah. for the week. I've cheated and <laughs> looked at them at times over my career, and especially when I'm curious about special teams. I just steal Or if you're them. looking at two different teams and you go, okay, well, uh, how I'm can I separate? How can I separate these two? Right. Like right. How, is, how is Pittsburgh's 3-0 and better than the Titans' oh, 3-0? and Or Chicago's 3-0? Yeah, yeah. Well, this tells you. Mm-hmm. So, and that, as Chicago's a good example. Like, just because you're three and zero doesn't mean I'm putting you in the top eight in my power. Yeah, ranks. they're twenty sixth on offense, sixth on defense, twenty second in special teams. That's who they are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> they, they changed their quarterback to go three and zero. Right? Has anyone ever said those words before? <laughs> like, <laughs> Not often. Was, right. Right. Not often. That is going to do it for our show. Stay tuned right here for the Mike Tomlin press conference that will be coming up at the top of the hour uh, here. Uh, Jerry Dulac and myself will be bringing you the uh, the afterthoughts of that nice. once that is over uh, right here sure on we'll Steelers Nation Radio. Too. Yeah, uh, For my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.